abstaining from sex and being a virgin, and whereas everybody else was more so uh, motivated by, you know, fear. And one of the greatest coaches of all time, basketball coach John Wooden, said that pride is a better motivator than fear. And my father instilling that pride in me helped me to choose this decision and helped me to stick with this division because it's more about pride to me than it is about anything. I don't fear sex. Sex is something I fear early on in my life. As most kids would say, that fear fear of sex was, was huge in them not having sex. But for me, it was more so pride. And I think that was a huge part of me being the way that I am today. Now, can you share with our listeners how your decision with staying has helped you with your goals or how it affected your life as opposed to maybe peers or people that you've come in contact with in the past that have made the decision to engage in sexual activity? I mean, it's been huge because it's prepared me not only to be a better person but to be a better husband to be a better father, to be a better mentor, before I even uh, walk into those avenues. And people don't understand that failing to prepare is preparing to fail. That's a quote by John Wooden, basketball coach. But it's we prepare ourselves by the things that we do. Everything that happens in the future is not something that just happens. It happens by design. Everything we put out, we get back. And because you know, you're preparing yourself for marriage, you're preparing yourself for your for your family, and you want to make sure that you give your family the best you that you possibly can. And living life like that, living life the best you possibly can leads to better opportunities. It leads to more opportunities. It leads to not just success but to being a successful person because it's been the basis of what I've lived my life on. And, you know, things come along where I build on those blocks for my life. You know, abstinence is that, you know, that basis. And, of course, my religious beliefs along with my morals and my values, but that's the big base. And out of that comes more principle, the principle of responsibility, the principle of respecting not just yourself but other people, the principle of being you know, having integrity, being in uh, the right place at the right time, doing what you say you're going to do. So that's something that just that helped me build myself into a better person from the ground up. Now, Terrell, I know that you're on the front line working with young people in various capacities as a coach, as a mentor and leader with Out Your Mind Youth Organization, and then as a speaker with Jackie Bruton's Young Speakers Bureau. So I know you're coming in contact with young people who say daily, this is too hard, this is too difficult. Asking me to live a life of abstinence is impossible in today's society. For listeners who are tuning in who may feel that way, what advice or encouragement would you have for them? The minute you think you can't do something is the minute you're not going to be able to. That's the minute that you limit yourself. you got to believe in the things that you do. Everything you do has to be done for a reason. Everything I do, I do for a reason. I don't do things just to do them. Because when you do things just to do them, you get random return, and you don't want random return. If you know where you want to go in life, if you know the basis of what you want to be in life, I know I want to be a good husband, as I said before. I want to be a good father. I want to be a good mentor. I want to make sure that I'm 
a great person in my community. And I know with most men, they have problems with controlling sex. They have a problem with money. They have problem with, you know, power and abusing power. So I started younger. I started in my teen years thinking that I didn't want to be that way. I wanted to be able to control myself. I wanted to make sure that I had self-control. So exercising that type of self-control earlier on in my life helped me to be able to have self-control in other avenues of my life. And I would encourage the young people out there to not be concerned with what other people think about you. You're only held, you only should hold the expectation that you have for yourself in that respect. Because once you start living your life for, to other people's expectations, you know, you won't be happy. And I can say right now that I'm happy with the life I live because I'm living to my own expectations. I know who I want to be. I know where I want to go. And I'm doing my best to make the best decisions every day to get where I need to go. Now, I'm sure there may be listeners who are thinking, well, that's great, but to live a life of abstinence means that you'll be locked in the house, that you'll be living a boring life, that you won't be able to date and virtually have a horrible existence. Are you living a boring life? Oh, no. (laughs) My life is is something else. (laughs) Uh, Every day is a new day. Every day is a new adventure. Every day is filled with opportunities and chances to become not just a better person, but a chance for excitement. I have fun. I do things that, you know, most people do. I mean, it's not like, like you said, I just sit in the house and lock the door and, you know, go in my room and stay in my room all day. I don't do that. I go out. I socialize with people. I date. I have plenty of stories about dates. <laughs> if I told you some stories about dates, we, we'd be talking for hours and hours. But, you know, it's important for people to understand that this isn't, you know, some kind of death sentence. <laughs> it's it's a life sentence. It's, it's you choosing life, you know. So it, it's nothing like that. I have fun. I go out. Uh, I have friends. I make sure I have the right friends, though. I have friends who encourage me in the decisions that I make. I don't just have friends that, you know, are doing other things than what I am and don't share the same commitments that I have. And we all go out. We all have fun. You know, we get dinner together. We go to movies. Uh, we go to comedy clubs. We go to comedy uh, comedy uh, improv theaters. We we do different things. And, you know, it's not, it, like I said, it's not a death sentence. Definitely not. Well, let me ask you, over the years, if you had to separate yourself from people who maybe didn't share the same values, and if so, how did you deal with that? It was it was tough. Early on, I was shy. So when I was in high school, you know, I kind of shied away from people. But as I got older and I started going up in my, into my uh, late teens, early 20s, I started hanging around people, and I noticed that they didn't share the same values that I did. And I still wasn't as confident in my choice as I am now. Right now I'm more confident than I've ever been. But it had to take me being by myself to realize who I was because the problem with most teenagers, actually the problem with most people is that they spend so much time with other people that they don't take the time to get in solitude 
and figure out who they are because that's the only way that you figure out who you are. If you can't tell people who you are without telling them what you're doing or telling them where you're from, then you don't know who you are. So I, it, it took me a while to sit down and figure out who I was. But once I figured out who I was, figured out what my goals were, figured out where I wanted to go in life, figured out some short-term goals, long-term goals, I realized that the best decision was to abstain from sex because sex could have, in the wrong context, could have killed all my hopes and all my dreams. If not killed them, at the very least, pushed them back to the back burner, and I didn't want to do that. Well, Terrell, I love having guys on the show because you can give us insight on what guys think about. And so when you think about young men and, for the most part, what they desire in, say, their future wife, what kind of characteristics are those? When I think of the type of woman that I want to date, the type of woman that I want to, you know, spend my life with, have a long-term relationship, I think uh, of, of three things. First of all, she has to be reliable, dependable, and, of course, spiritual. Because I feel like if she's reliable, she'll always be there when I need her. If she's dependable, I can depend on her to do the things that I need her to do, take care of her responsibilities at the same time. And if she's spiritual, she'll always be on the same connection level as I am. So I would encourage young ladies, like I said before, to find out who they are. Because you can't you can't find somebody who's going to love you until you find out how to love yourself and, you know, become intimate with yourself in the in the aspect of understanding who you are, as I said, and, you know, figuring out where you want to go in life. Because too often people just want the cute things from relationship instead of wanting the substance. And it's it's like that in almost everything. We chase shine over substance. We chase we chase things not because, you know, it makes us a better person, but because it makes us look more uh, extravagant, more, you know, we get more attention. And that's the thing about it. We crave attention so much that we forget to give our own selves attention in the, in, in the sense of, you know, building our personal beliefs, building our spiritual person, building our psychological selves. And I think it's essential for girls to understand that they're not things to be used. They're people to be loved and respected. And when you see that people are not caring for you, when you see that people are not wanting things for you, and that's one thing I tell my girls at the, with the basketball team and I tell the girls in the leadership program that I am, that you must understand the difference between love and lust. Love is wanting something for someone. Love is giving. Love is caring. Love is kind. But lust is wanting something from you, you know. And, you know, people doesn't just have to lust after you sexually, but just lust after things that you can do for. You know, you don't want somebody that just wants you around because of the things that you do for them, you know, or the things that they can get from you. You want something, somebody around that wants to do things for you, that doesn't mind sacrificing for you, that doesn't mind putting you ahead of themselves in certain situations, don't mind compromising, because that's what true love is. True love is putting someone else above your own wants. 
So, Terrell, what advice would you give to young people when it comes to temptation? We live in a society, and there are temptations all around, from the music to the movies, the media, the commercials. Everywhere you look, there are temptations. So what advice would you give to young people on how to stay strong and be true in today's society? The thing about it that we must do, all of us, teens, young adults, adult seniors, we have to eliminate people, places, and things that aren't conducive to where we want to go in life. Uh, for its places, you know, you if you want to be somebody, you don't want to go to places where people aren't sharing the same beliefs that you are, aren't sharing the same goals that you are, aren't sharing the same attitude that you have to reaching your goals because they're not helping you get to where you want to go. They're just holding you back. Same thing about people and things, you know, it's all about the things that we listen to, the things that we see on TV, the uh, the lyrics that we listen to and the songs that we listen to, because the more and more that you, you know, take, spend time in those things, the more and more that slowly over time that it engulfs you, it, it, it becomes you. You become that thing that you sit down and that you spend so much time with. So that's why I say it's important to, number one, surround yourselves with friends, who share the same beliefs that you do. Right now, I can say in my life with, you know, Miss Jackie and my mentor, Miss, Mr. Johnson, with, you know, Paula, uh, Miss Carter that you already talked to, Chris, uh, Jasmine, um, all, all those people have put something inside of me, have, have brought the lifestyle that I live out even more, encouraged me to be, not just that, but be more, to search for more, to want more, to prepare for more, because you can only see life where you are right now. Sometimes it's hard to see where you're going to be in five years, where you're going to be in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. But, you know, you if you have people in your life that speak life into you, that speaks encouraging words, that are not afraid to tell you, hey, Terrell, that's doesn't seem like something that you should be doing. Terrell, you might want to try to do something different like this and that. Because when you have people like that in your life that hold you accountable to the dreams and the visions that you want in your life, it can only build you up stronger. And because of those people I have in my life, I've become a stronger person because of my father, because of my mother, because of my family, because, you know, my extended family, my friends this support system that has built over time, I'm so comfortable with who I am and where I'm going that it doesn't matter what people say to me. If somebody comes into my life, if a young lady comes in my life and she can't accept the lifestyle that I'm living, that's fine with me. She can go live the life that she wants. No hard feelings. You know, it's just that I'm trying to get somewhere. And I know where I'm going, and I know what I need to do to accomplish my dreams, my visions, and my goals for the future. And if you're not on board, well, you know, you need to move on. We can be acquaintances, but we can't be friends on an intimate level as far as thinking, as far as encouraging each other, because you're not going to be encouraging me to do things that I need to get done, because i got to go somewhere. i got to go somewhere. And if you're not on the ship with me going in the same direction, you're just hindering me. So i got to move on. 
Now, I I really commend you. I commend the other people who have been on the show who are taking a stance uh, when it comes to abstinence. We need to hear more voices. The majority of people feel like everybody's having sex. If you do a informal survey, people would say the majority of young people are having sex, but we know in actuality that is not true. The majority of young people are not having sex, yet those that are are talking louder than those that aren't. What advice would you give to parents who are trying to rear their children up with values that maybe even they didn't have when they were growing up? Maybe there are parents out there that were like your father who didn't abstain, but now they want better for their children. What advice would you give to them? Um, it goes back to what I, I said before. Pride is a better motivator than fear. So I would encourage them to put pride in the sense of abstaining from sex. Put some type of pride into it when you talk to them about it. Tell them what you did wrong and why you regret the things that you did. Because my father, his regret became the reason why I lived the life that I lived. Had he not told me my his regret, I don't know if I would have I would have accomplished what I have in life because of this this basis of what I built my whole life on this abstaining from sex. And I want parents to understand that you have to spend time with your kids. Kids spell love T I M E. You got to spend time with them. Take your daughters out on dates, fathers. Mothers, take your sons out on dates. Hey, if you don't have uh, a father figure around, you know, take them out on dates yourself. Tell them the mistakes that you made in your life and tell them why you want them to do better. Because so often parents just tell kids, you do what I tell you to do because I said so. And when you don't give them a reason why they're doing what they're doing, they're just doing it because they fear what you're going to do to them. After they stop fearing what you're going to do to them, because it's only so many times that you can put the kid on punishment before they stop fearing the punishment, before they realize life still goes on after whatever punishment you give them. So instill that pride in them. Tell them, you know, I want you to have the best life has to offer, because if you don't live this type of way, anything can happen. Any random thing can happen. But when you choose abstinence, you choose a better life for yourself because you're choosing your destiny. You're choosing your own decision. You're choosing your own purpose. And you're not just see, letting your, leaving your life up to change. So, you know, yeah, it's it, like you said before, it's a choice more than anything. It's not saying no. It's saying yes to everything that you want to happen in your life. So, Terrell, how can our listeners reach out to you if they wanted you to come out and speak at an event or to just share your story and to help encourage and motivate their children and their teenagers to make good choices? Oh, well, well uh, they can uh, contact me via email, uh, t.real, that's R-E-A-L, t.real.4.4real at gmail.com. Again, that's t dot real dot four dot real at gmail dot com. And before we leave Terrell, can you also share some information on Out Your Mind Youth Program and the work that you all do? Can you talk about who your your program serves and the kinds of services that you all offer? Uh 
Out Your Mind is a youth organization where we teach universal principles, and we we go into detention centers, we go into schools, we teach uh, uh, leadership classes in schools, and also we have a Saturday program. And the Saturday program isn't uh, the first Saturday program isn't until this coming fall. And you can go to www.outyourmind.com. That's O U C H A M I N D dot com, and um, we'll we'll get your kids in our uh, leadership program. Uh, uh, after they go through the leadership co- program, they also will go through a life group class, and I'll be teaching the life group class, and I'll also be mentoring. So uh, we'd love to have uh, kids. Uh, we take kids from middle school on up to high school, and even a, a couple in college as well. Well, you've heard it here on A Priceless Perspective. There are young men out here who not only understand that as young women you have value beyond measure, but they also understand that they too are worth the wait. Don't allow yourself to believe the lie that there are no good guys out there or that there's no reason to save yourself because your Prince Charming does not exist. Anyway, your decision shouldn't be based on anyone else anyway. It should be strictly based on you understanding your worth, not only for your future spouse, but your worth to the world. There's an incredible plan and purpose for your life that's too important to be diverted and sidetracked by the social, physical, emotional, financial, and spiritual consequences of having sex before marriage. Why settle on an average life when you can choose to have an awesome life? The choice is up to you. I'm Nicole Steele, and this is my Priceless Perspective. This show has been brought to you in part by Diamond in the World Youth Development Program Incorporated and Jim Makers LLC.